Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two different points of view, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the cynical cinephile. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And today we are talking about a Hallmark classic. I would say so, yeah. If you will. Um, going all the way back to 2016. Simpler times back in 2016. Simpler <laughs> times. Yes, we uh, have a little bit of a lull until the June weddings movies start. Mm-hmm. So we asked you what you wanted to hear us review. And we kind of got a few, like a lot of random stuff. So I thought it'd be fun to do someone requested uh, a destination movie, one that we might recommend, but that we hadn't reviewed yet. So the one that I have picked is one that I have seen, but it has been a minute since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is one that you have not seen. No, I think I've seen bits and pieces of it. Like I've walked by you watching it <laughs> before, uh, but I haven't you know, sat down and watched it all the way through. Yeah, so uh, this one's a little bit different because it is one that I would recommend uh, already. You will know you're that already it telling is, people. You're that just it telling it, people that. I mean, it, uh, yeah, I think I mentioned it even on the on the Instagrams, but um, but yeah, I just thought this would be a fun one because I'm very curious of your thoughts sure. on this one. So we are going to be talking about Summer Villa. Summer Villa. So I guess Hamilton. Oh, oh. Turning the turning the tables. Tables have turned. Yes, yes, Stephanie. Is this a movie mm-hmm. that you would want to watch again? Uh, mayhaps. Oh my gosh. In a summer villa. Yeah. Just cozied on up, um, with your hot chocolate yep. on a on a summer night. Summer night, hot chocolate, classic. Watch watch this one fully because you just you love it so much. Or maybe it's on in the background while you were. Mixing up your summer hot chocolate, uh, making some homemade marshmallows, perhaps. Yeah. Um, or is this one that you just would never want to see again? Hot chocolate, no hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's just not something that you would ever put on in your French summer villa home. Yeah. First of all, that, that's harder than you think it is. Right? <laughs> it it's was. harder than you think it is. Uh, this is one I would I would watch again for sure. I mean. Uh, it has a lot of good things going for it. I mean, there's definitely this sort of, I mean, Hallmark has changed so much since 2016. Uh, and so this one has that sort of classic feel to it. But there's things in it that felt a little different to me, things that I really enjoyed. Uh, technically speaking, they did a lot of things uh, right. And since this is a travel piece, you want the location to feel uh, as a character, right? You want it to be an, another character. And to me, the, the villa and the, the, the French countryside definitely felt like another character. So, yeah, this is one I would I would watch again, for sure. And I think I know what your take is going to be, since you've already told us, that you love this film. It's your favorite one ever made. I think that's what you said. <laughs> that's exactly what I said, yes. Um, no, it is uh, one that I have seen multiple times, and I am always happy to revisit. But it had been a while since I had seen it, so I was happy to revisit it. Mm-hmm again uh with you this time so i'm very pleased oh, that's nice very pleased that you enjoyed it as well yeah no it was just great i mean like i said it's it's very classic but it does a lot of things right yeah i feel like it does have like a bit of like 
there's like a smolder to it mm, that like some smolder, of the yeah. some of the more classic ones don't quite have. So I think that's why this one always sticks out with me because the romance, like the chemistry is kind of just like it's smoldering. It is smoldering. It's smoldering. Yeah. But why don't you go ahead and give us that sweet, sweet French plot summary? You're going to do this in, in French, right? We. Oh, there you go. All right. Let's get to it. Actually, no, it's, it's not, I'm not, I would not do that to you. Terry is a romance novelist mm. who has writer's block and ends up at a French villa for inspiration, only to find Matthew, a.k.a. Chef Cupid, is also staying there for the summer. They bump heads at first, but soon become a team. As Matthew sheds his playboy reputation, he grows closer to Terry and her daughter, Abby, cooking and enjoying their company. Their time together inspires Terry's new novel, a story about her time at the villa and falling in love. Mm. Mm. I can tell when you really like something because you write a lot about it. <laughs> you go deep. You go deep. That was beautiful. That Thank was beautiful. you. Uh, yeah, I mean, one of the cool things about this film is that they're both, you know, famous people. You know, they're both struggling a little bit with their fame. You know, they're both kind of in the slump. But I like that they're both well-known people. And I don't know if we really get that that often. You know, usually maybe one person's well-known, the other person's not. But these people are both famous, and they have to kind of deal with their fame. And I, I enjoy that aspect of it. That's a good call-out, yeah. And our two famous characters uh, are played by... Hillary Burton, mm. who plays Terry Russell, the, the famous romance novelist. And I, I, I think I can say that we both really love Hillary. Yeah, she's awesome. And uh, we miss Hillary. I do. I, I do miss her. would love for her to come back to Hallmark. Um, Where you at? Where yeah. you at? Come on back. I feel like her movies are some of our favorites. Uh, you know, Surprised by Love for sure oh, is one man. of our... We should do Surprised by Love because we haven't seen that in, in a hot minute. And I'd love to do a, a piece on it. Yeah, I would love to, to do that one as well. If you haven't seen Surprised by Love with Hillary and Paul Campbell, oh. run. Don't walk. She's, to, a, she's, I mean, she's adorable. She, she has this sort of infectious energy that she brings to these characters and a, and a realism. So a lot of times you'll have these characters and they'll be very cutesy and just a little over the top. She brings a little bit of that, but in a realistic way. And I don't know, you just want to be friends with her. Like, I, I love her. Yeah, she does bring this uh, genuine yeah, quality genuine, yeah. to, to her characters, um, which, is, which is wonderful to see on screen. Uh, and then we have Victor Webster, who mm. plays Matthew, uh, a.k.a. Chef Cupid. Victor another one uh, I'm a fan of his um, I think my favorite of his is probably five star Christmas with Bethany Joy but this one is oh, definitely yeah. up there yeah, this as one's well. up there for me too yeah yeah, yeah he's, he's great in this role he has fun with it you can tell they're having fun and we say this all the time when when actors and uh, all the crew are having fun on set you can tell because there's just this this joy that permeates through the film into your television out from your television into your eyeballs and and that's what we get here and and yeah it's infectious i also want to say you know i w i don't even want to really call her a supporting cast because she to me is a main character um and that's abby yeah who plays 
Terry's daughter. Yeah. And she is played by Amorphia Margaritas. Mm-hmm. Beautiful name. Yeah. And I absolutely loved the character of Abby. I thought she fit in so well. Um, I loved seeing her relationship blossom with both her mom and Matthew in the movie and it was just really cool to see their interactions and I just thought she was also really funny she was and what an what an awful character in the beginning like just teenager (laughs) and you're like oh teenager man uh but she played it very well she played it very believable and then by the end of it you know you're just rooting for her and yeah she great great acting job well I feel like she sort of mirrors Matthew in that way that he's very much like a teenager in the beginning so that I think maybe that's why they bond that's probably true I mean even she calls she calls him out for you're like 17 you know um they both have that childlike quality uh and they're both sort of like throwing temper tantrums so I think that's why they bond but then it's really nice to see their journey and arc you know yeah for sure let's get into our meet cute we have a, a blind date meet cute. This was this was neat, and this is what I'm talking about. There's these little things that they did differently for this. So even though this is classic, like we have them meet beforehand as like a blind date, and Matthew, which is strange to me, goes to the blind date immediately after a shift at the restaurant, which is awful. He's like, I'm just gonna change real quick. You don't want to do that. I've worked at the restaurant. I know what the line is like. You know, you're sweaty, you're gross, and you're going to go on a blind date. A a spritz of Axe body spray is not going to save you, Matthew. No wonder that she ran for the hills. I was going to say, wouldn't you smell? You smell awful. You smell like food. Like, there's this scent, and I miss it. There's this scent of food that permeates your entire being when you work in a restaurant. I'm not talking about you smell like, uh, like grease. Imagine the smell of grease and just every food imaginable just Mm. homogenized into this big scent. And I, I'd get it into a candle if I could, because I, I miss that smell. But it, it sticks to you. And so he definitely smells like the kitchen. Sounds amazing. I wish he knew I'd, me back I'd then. I'd date you. I wish he, I wish he knew me back yeah. then, because it was, it was something. Yeah, that was my first thought, was like, ew, like, <laughs> do they have showers back there? Um, but no, he goes straight for it. And this is one thing about this character, Matthew, is he's not very likable in the beginning. He's a bit of a, he's a bit of, like, I didn't remember him being so mean. He's, I mean, he's not mean. He's just, he's got a little bit of a tood. He's got some tood. The fact that he, like, Terry is giving him all of the eyes, smiling. She is, like, as, like, open as possible. Like, to me, it looks like there's no one by her. It's just, like, obviously this is the girl. Like, to me, the other girl that he ends up going straight for is not even really looking at him. Her back is turned. Terry is clearly, like, I think her arms are open, ready for the hug. (laughs) Like all she, you know, she's just a little short of having a sign saying, "I'm your blind date," Um, and he just strolls on right by her and goes to the. Well, he didn't notice her. He didn't notice her. You know, and I I get that the lighting's not great in that area of the restaurant. Didn't see you there. That's like ouch. (laughs) Oh, that's what she said. She even's like, "Oh wow," you know, like that was that was a funny scene. Yeah, and then what hurts even more is when she thinks he's coming back out for her, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sure you're a nice guy," but no. He could not care less about you. He's going to try to save his career. Yeah. Um, so that, to me, just really, you know, really sealed the deal. Like, this is this is not a very nice, nice guy. Yeah, no, I, I'd see that. And I, I love that scene, too, when he comes running out. Because the, the conversation that he has with the critic, there's a lot of great lines in this film. And one of the lines that the critic says is, you know, you've become the face of your food. You've forgotten how to be the heart of your food. And it's just like, wow, man, yeah, I love that. The one thing I feel like they don't, 
I mean, they call him like Chef Cupid, but I feel like I hate that name. I know. I feel like they're they don't like fully establish like that. Like we see him like kissing some girls, like cheeks. The butcher on the cheeks. I mean, he. I mean, well, he, he goes up to that that blonde at the bar. There's the butcher lady, Nadia. Like, I mean, he's Chef Cupid. You know, he's he's got some swagger. He immediately picks her up. He's buying, you know, sheep organs, and he makes a move. <laughs> I know, but I maybe would have liked to see, like, you've seen this before, like some, you know, paparazzi or some kind of like tabloid, like saying, oh, Chef Cupid strikes again or sure, something. Yeah. Just because we just kind of like hear the name, but then it's like, that's what they call him. So we just assume, like, oh, I guess that's like the yeah. name that people have come Well, you know what's interesting, you know, just thinking, thinking about names is we get a lot of name drops and we don't really get a lot of references to the real world in these films, but like they talk about the Today Show. He talks about Anthony Bourdain, you know, which breaks my heart. And um, he talks about another chef. And it's just, it's crazy because it ties it into the real world. And I feel like we don't get that. They usually come up with a, a fake morning show that they're talking about and things like that. But in this film, they, they just go for it. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. I didn't, I didn't really think about that. I mean, we're not even to fr France yet. I mean, we're just, we're loving this. We're in New York City. <laughs> we are. You mentioned the writing, uh, and the writers of this film were Carrie Lee Wilson and Emmy Machizuki. And yeah, I agree that, and I feel like that is one of the big things that sets this movie apart um, for me is the writing. I feel like yeah. it's written like the the dialogue is very authentic to me um you know the way they respond to things and you know there could be some ad-libbing too um but again i think this is a, a testament to the writing as well as hillary's acting i love when she is on the phone when he is on speakerphone yeah, with his sister that's a great scene <laughs> and he's like saying like oh you had to set me up with one of your uptight friends or whatever and she just like immediately interjects yeah. and is like uptight <laughs> like i'm a good time girl i'm fun <laughs> um and i just always thought that was that line was so funny um and i just loved like her response to that yeah no i, I totally agree and one of the things that i noticed in this film that stuck out to me and we, we've talked about food and eating in a lot of these these movies is i've never seen a movie where they share food and share spoons and utensils so much. Like, I mean, he takes a bite of the sandwich. The daughter takes a bite of the sandwich right after him. Uh, there's multiple scenes where they're like taking each other's spoons and it's like germs people. I mean, I don't know. W what did you think about that? That stuck out to me. Um, well, for those that don't know, ham is a, a pretty, a pretty big germaphobe. I, I prefer Clean, health conscious clean, health conscious clean cleanly hygiene conscious um he yeah so i think maybe some people wouldn't have noticed it i notice it i don't know if it's you know i'm just rubbing it off on just you. by proxy but i i did think it was weird that this is a man like a when the daughter takes a bite of his sandwich, like right after him, like you don't know this man you've literally just met this person and now you were just like eating after him i don't know maybe some people don't have any sort of i think with that, i really think it was done on purpose like i i really do believe and i almost want to reach out to the director to find out even though it was 2016 i believe it was done on purpose to relay this sense of uh familiar 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 i can't even say it familiar familiarity thank you some of the, with that cast so even they're staying in this place and they're so comfortable with each other that they can just eat off of each other's plates basically it's like family style yeah and so i really think that was done purposefully but it just it just stuck out to me because we don't see that yeah i know you're right um and maybe no one else would even think twice about it but, but here me. in this household oh no <laughs> oh we noticed it um but yeah i think it is that comfortability 
of yeah. um of them being together, which yeah, may have been intentional. Yeah. So we get like a second sort of meet cute, if you will, when they finally make it to the French villa. And, you know, Terry's just like, this is the best. I'm here. I'm going to get to write and, you know, have my peace and quiet. And then who does she see? Mm. Chef Cupid. Chef Cupid. God, I hate that name. Coming out of the pool, shirtless. Pantless, basically. How dare he? Those are short trunks. How dare he? So I love this where she's like coming down. She's coming outside ready to just give him a piece of her mind. What is going on here? And I just love the little subtlety of her just sort of like, Looking him up and down as she's walking up. I don't to know. Him. I don't know how subtle it was. <laughs> There's just this little hint of her, like, uh. oh, okay. Hmm. So she's she's coming in hot, but she's also checking out his pets. She's coming in hot. And uh, yeah, what would you think about this scene? No, it was fun. And then when they're on the phone with his sister, and we find out that she's actually like at a board meeting having this conversation on speaker. Like, it's it's a really cute scene. This to me is just a classic fun meet cute. You know, the second, the Ryu meet cute almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just a really, a really nice uh, start of it. And just, you know, they come up with these rules and they hate each other. But it's just, it's cute. Like the whole thing is just really cute. It's very cute. And there are so many cute moments like this in this movie. Ones that are just, ki- they kind of surprise you. Like that, like we don't know she's at the board meeting while she's talking to him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just find it, to it was written very uh, clever. Cleverly. Cleverly. Well, even when uh, when she's going on the date with Jean-Luc, the picnic, you know, and, uh, you know, she's kind of walking away with him, and Matthew's like, well, when will you be home? And she just says, Matthew. Like, it's just so funny, just the delivery of that line, just so cute, and how, you know, he's at the door with the daughter. It's just, I mean, the whole thing is just so much fun. It is. It is a very fun movie. And, uh, and yeah, and there's lots of, like, little funny moments, like you said, with yeah. Abby and Matthew, and then... I love that Terry doesn't know how to ride a bike and when she when she just like throws it on the ground and he's like what what are you doing and she's like I can like she's like I can ride a bike I just don't want to and she just like leaves the bike on the ground but talk about the the romance in in this movie Sure This movie and this is why this one sticks out to me is like the romance is just it's it's funny like there's a lot of funny moments and but there's just little Little moments, little touches here and there, little looks. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that those are my favorite moments. We do moments. love the little looks. Um, you know, I love when there's two people that are staying in a, a place and they both are up in the middle of the night. Oh, oh my gosh. And what do, you, what do they drink in? Hot cocoa. I mean, it's the middle of the summer. You got to have hot cocoa. You got to have not- Dunking on hot cocoa in the middle of summer. <laughs> Dunking. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is what they do in France. The, what's that weird? Like, isn't that the strangest thing? It's like, oh, you know what to help you? Some hot cocoa. It's like, what? Really? I mean, it sounded nice when he said it. I and, mean, you know, else. I love that they're drinking out of these huge bowl mugs. Yeah. Um, but one thing I found kind of unbelievable is that Matthew would have never had hot chocolate with marshmallows. No, he's had it before. He just doesn't like it. Well, he seemed to like it. Well, he's, he's, you know, he's a chef. He's not going to throw this sugary confection from a plastic bag into his grandfather's hot cocoa. No, he's not going to do that. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, but, but that scene was super cute. It was super cute. And then, like, from him teaching her how to ride a bike, it's just like swoon. And did you, notice, did you notice also that they, you know, just throwing a little technical in here, 
they did Moonlight correctly. It wasn't this awful teal blue. It was white. Moonlight was white. And I mean, the way that you want to light a night scene, guys, is you basically want to light it at like you're lighting for daylight, essentially. Um, and so we have the hot cocoa scene where, you know, beautifully, sh I thought that was beautifully shot. And then we also go into uh, this scene at night when, you know, he's having his date with Nyadia from the village. The butcher. The butcher. And, uh, and it's just lit beautifully. Like, it feels like a night shot. It's, it's white. It's white light. It's not blue. And I was a huge fan of that. Because a lot of times it just like dad blue. You don't need to do it. We, we know it's night because it's dark. You don't have to make blue moonlight. <laughs> Sometimes I like that blue moonlight. Ugh. It just makes it more like night. magical. It makes it more nighttime. It makes it more magical. Speaking of magical, they used the word magical quite a few times in this movie. And I really love the alliteration. Did they? Uh, specifically when she uses it with his name. When he makes her the the lemonade with the lavender. Oh, man. Love and it. she's like, Matthew, that's magical. <laughs> <laughs> and she says it again where she says something about she says his name and she's like this is magical and um i think it's when they go to the restaurant and it's just i don't know if it's the alliteration because your girl loves some alliteration but also in the delivery hillary burton has just like this way of like when she speaks like it's very especially like it's very intimate and she she's very good at making things that she says like feel very intimate and like like you can tell she's like making that person feel special. At least that's how I see yeah, it. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, it's a great call out. Yeah. And so that's like one of my favorite things about her. But I also really just want some lemonade with lavender now. I mean, they, they and it's funny because they had that drink multiple times in the film. They don't say it, but you see it in the set. And so that's a really nice throw is that they're drinking that lemonade a lot instead of hot cocoa, which of course, you know, lemonade summer. Come on. Yeah, come on. Um, I do want to call out though, you mentioned, and you know, we did do this movie because someone requested a destination movie. And you mentioned the, the French villa and the town being a character, but unfortunately this movie was not actually well, i figured in france i figured but I'm, I'm saying they did a good job of making that place feel like its own personal character yeah so it's a bit of a cheat it's not i mean it the destination was canada but well, canada is amazing <laughs> canada is basically france yeah um but no i do think they did a good job because i feel like and maybe you can speak to this it was a lot of like close-up shots or like blurring the background. Yeah. So they did a good job of like putting us in these like little quaint locations that could make you sort of feel that it was, you know, in a different. I mean, country. they even had like a, a quote French market scene, yeah. you know, that they tried to make feel like a French market that I think came across really well. And um, yeah, no, they did a great job of, of making that villa feel very special. The only time it, the illusion kind of goes away, I think, is at that night scene when she's kind of going through the trees and you can see lights in the background. And to me, the villa felt like off the road. There's no one around you. And so seeing those lights in the background was a little like, mm. but other than that, I didn't notice any sort of slip ups. It was a, a Hilton. A Hilton, hotel, yeah. The yeah. Hilton <laughs> right over there that they were staying at. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. And I, you know, I do want to say, you know, about the lighting in general, um, I thought they did a nice job. I think some of the interior stuff was a little under for me. Um, but overall, I think using sort of this naturalistic lighting style where they're using some window light, they're using the natural light of the outdoors, I think they pulled that off really well. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, if I had to give it a, a grade, you know, probably like a B. I'd say a B. B plus? No, because there were some scenes I didn't like. Solid B. Solid, solid B. B. You know, you did like an 80, <laughs> 80%. You know, I don't, I don't have a campfire for lighting, but you know, like an 80. But you know what deserves an A in this movie? Uh, is Nadia, the, is she was the, great. Is the Zaza Zoo. 
That scene was very heartbreaking. I know. He basically <laughs> poo-poos on her Zaza Zoo. So much poo-poo. Yeah. She's like, you know, trying to, I, I feel like she's, you know, trying to tell him, like, I'm not into this Jean-Luc guy. There was no Zaza Zoo. Because he, you're clearly sitting right here in front of me. And he's just like, Zaza Zoo. That is just a cop out. Women just lie to themselves. And I just, you know, I, I hate it for her because she's too. like, you know, I think realizing, you know, she's on that, that picnic with him saying, oh, I'm writing my book about mm-hmm. basically about Matthew. <laughs> Eating she, octopus salad. I mean, come on. And yeah, there is no Zaza Zoo with Jean-Luc, but her and Matthew... They got the Zaza Zoo. Well, it's funny because, you know, he seems to have some Zaza Zoo with Nadia, and we don't really get to see that come to fruition. There's no Zaza. It seems. He's he was, tr- I think he he's was trying to impress time. her, but in a sh- like in a cooking, uh, culinary way. He was out there a long time with her, under the candlelight and the moonlight. He oh. has some, some arrogance to him that he wants to... Some Cupid, some Chef Cupid. Yeah, he wants to try to like prove himself because she was kind of like, well, I don't think you, you know, and I think it was the comment where she says Jean-Luc is so good. And he's like, well, if she's on a date with Jean-Luc, then I can go yeah. out with the butcher. And, and, you know, Abby says it best that she's like, he's just, it's his chef Cupid. You know, he's still yeah. got a little bit of that. I mean, it might take a while for him to like fully shed. That, well, it, so. it's funny to me because well, not funny. I mean, I think one of the best lit scenes is when he goes to the butchers, like, it is so gorgeous. They've got like window light streaming in. It's underlit inside. It's, it's just so moody and beautiful. It almost felt like a different DP was in there doing the lighting. Like it just so different from any other shot we see. And also there was another scene where it was completely silhouetted. Like we only have it for less than a minute, but it was a shot of them just completely silhouetted. And it's so rare to see that in Hallmark because it's a very artsy style shot. So they did do some different things. I'm really wondering if there was a different DP or maybe that DP pushed to have certain art, more art, artistically styled lighting setups. What did you uh, what did you think about the music, though? I mean, I love that cute French music. There's a lot of that. Like, I wanted more of that. That yeah, was fun. Yeah, it definitely helped put you in the, the mindset that we were in France. I believed um, it. And no, I'm, I'm a sucker for some French uh, accordions. Is that what that was? Is that what that instrument was? It, well, yeah, I mean, that's it's part of it. Love but it. Give me maybe more. Maybe it's a... A banjo? What are you saying? <laughs> I was going to say a kazoo, but it's what? not a kazoo. No. I believe that there's I'm a lot of... I'm pretty sure the French are not known for Maybe their kazoo a, playing Maybe it's an oboe, song. an oboe. Um, <laughs> kazoo. I don't know. I don't know instruments, but uh, uh, very, you know, Amelie-esque. Yeah. But no, I was I was all about the music as well. But how in the sort of like the third act, we get this restaurant and she helps out. You know, they go on a date, but she ends up helping. Like, I love the, the restaurant feel, the the food feel it it made me want to get back to the kitchen it really did and you know if artificial intelligence you know takes away my job i will probably go back to the kitchen in some french village and live out my days there because it just seems so magical like i want that you know and i can help pour wine you can help pour wine and smile at me from the (laughs) from the kitchen door like Um, that was so cute i love that he brought in his old mentor and that was just a neat little storyline at the end yeah let's talk about their date (laughs) okay um first of all she comes out all dolled up too much yes it was too much it was was not too much she's in france let her live her life um (laughs) this man she walks out to this man leaning against 
this vintage car. Yeah. It felt very much like Audrey Hepburn. Is that who I'm thinking? Oh, of? Like, I, yeah. It was just, it was felt like a very classic yeah. romance movie and uh, just beautiful. Her look, she's like, take her breath is taken away. His, His breath, breath is, is taken, taken away. away. Yeah. They're just looking at each other. And I'm just like, this is so romantic. Yeah, this is perfect. It's just like classic romance. And I absolutely loved it. And she's just like so giddy. And I love that it's just like exuding from her. Like, I feel like we don't see this enough in these movies. Like, for, for one, they aren't always actually going on dates. And two... I don't feel like we get to see the like true emotions. Like I feel like they don't just like let themselves be happy or giddy. Like I'm into you. Let me show you how into you. Exactly. And so I love that she's just like freely like laughing and just like the way they're interacting is just so obvious. And I love to see it. Um, But you're right. I love that scene where, you know, he has to go and help because they're short staffed and it just kind of gets, he gets to see like what kind of person she really is. Like he's already getting the feel of that, but seeing that she's not like upset about it or anything, like when he sees she's not in her chair, he's like, Oh no, did she leave? No man. Like she's out pouring wine, helping at the front of the house, like just, you know, jumping right in. And so it just goes to show like what a great team that they are. It was, it was, it's great. I, I love that aspect of the film for sure. But at the end of the night, we do get a nice little cozy hug. With some hot chocolate? That, that we might possibly, or like, oh, they're kind of getting some looks. But, of course, Abby comes down, shuts it down. Um, you know, she's got some some troubles, some teenage well, some troubles. Some teenage troubles. So, um, but they're so cute in the morning when, like... They already have like their little inside jokes because she's like, you know, no talking in the morning. But then by the end, he's like, he's not talking and he writes it on the chalkboard. And oh, my goodness, this scene where she says she literally is like, come over here. And again, this is that like intimate, like the way she talks, like she's she's like a very like sultry voice, like when she says things. So her saying, come over here. And he's just like, oh, and then they literally are ready to kiss. Like they're just so comfortable with each other at this point It is the cutest thing. I absolutely love it. The chemistry is just like off the charts. Like this scene itself is like on the verge of Blazing Inferno. (laughs) If we had gotten a kiss, which we don't. It's 2016. We're not going to get a before and a kiss in 2016. I know. Such a shame. And, you know, at this point, I'm like, we don't need conflict. We're, we're good. We, we don't need it. You know, they're going to have the competition. Like, and I mean, but of course, they're going to, 2016, we're going to get conflict. And it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was, it was bad, but they, they talk about it. You know, they actually, he's like, well, let's talk about it. And they actually talk about it. There's no, there's no mix. There's no missed text messages, you know, people ignoring each other. Uh, it was really good to see that aspect of it. So while I hated that there was this conflict, it was resolved quickly and they talked about it like adults. Yeah. I actually wrote no stupid conflict in my notes. Like I didn't, I barely even noticed the conflict. Like, yeah, yeah, he gets to me. It's just like, Oh, I'm going to get a show. And like, you know, what they kind of already assumed was going to happen, but there's no getting angry at each other. I mean, she's sad about it, but yeah, there's no like, misconstruing anything uh, i thought you're back with your ex-girlfriend yeah, yeah or like overhearing something that isn't what it actually is no like, like i said it wasn't too bad i, I hate that it happened but it, it made for a nice ending and yeah like i said it was it was done well i thought yeah to me it made absolute sense because that is the natural projection that was the whole point of what he was trying right. to do was to get his reputation and they up. talk about it they yeah. talk about it on the bed and they talk yeah. about it like adults, like, like you adults. said. Um, and I love this great scene that we get with her, like, crying to, you know, his sister, like, being like, I'm in love with your brother. Yes, super and cute. Love that scene. 
it was just so real and honest. So I absolutely love that. Um, But of course, you know, he ends up reading her book that she wrote all about him and their time and the villa. He reads it with like record speed also. Like, I don't know how long they were at the restaurant, but... He's a fast reader if he, he read the it. whole he, he read the it. whole book. Maybe he just flipped right to the end. Is this about me? Yep, it's about me. There's the pool. Yeah, but I love that that it happens right away. It's not like in the future or like he goes off to do his yeah, thing I, and I then feel like he nowadays realizes. it would be like three months later. Yeah. Oh gosh, I hate that. So dumb. Um, but then we get this amazingly romantic scene where he meets her at the cozy, sweet restaurant that's like his favorite place that he's gonna now take over and you know, they profess their love to each other. And it doesn't seem too crazy because they have spent the whole summer together yeah, it's not I mean, like a week or two you know yeah i mean i was thinking about that too uh when we we're watching it's like you know this feels more realistic because you figure they spent maybe two three months together um and i, I feel like that's a good enough time to to know if you're spending every day with them i mean the, you know they're, spending they're living day. together yeah. yeah um so it felt definitely realistic it didn't feel feel out of the out of the world to me yeah absolutely uh and then we get a kiss which, you know, maybe I wish the daughter wasn't overlooking. We could have maybe gotten a Blaze Inferno, but, you know, they were keeping it keeping it PG for the for the daughter. Uh, so the kiss equals sparks. Yeah. There were definite sparks. It was a very nice kiss. But the daughter was looking. Come on. The daughter was looking. I, I think the, the chalkboard morning kiss would have definitely chalkboard been. Chalkboard morning <laughs> kiss. The classic chalkboard <laughs> morning kiss setup. Um, but, yeah, this movie is just... It's a lot of fun. I love these two together. Yeah. But watching it definitely made me miss Hillary Burton. So here's our our official plea. Come on back. To Hillary. Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. We we, we want need you. you. We need you back at Hallmark. But yeah, I'm so glad you enjoyed it, and it was so much fun to. Yeah, I'm to glad we I'm glad we did movie. some of the older ones. It's cool to see, uh, sort of how Hallmark has changed and how the old ones that we generally like they were doing things that Hallmark is doing now. Like they were kind of ahead of their time. And so yeah, this was this was definitely a fun one for me. Hooray! Yeah. Um. So not technically, you know, a full destination destination for us because we've never been to Canada. Well, I've never been to Canada. I've been to Canada. I love Canada. But um, shout out Toronto. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this one. I know we got a lot of comments that people are excited, um, and that they also really love this one. A lot of people saying this is like in their top ten of like all time. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, it's good. I don't know about top. Mm. Maybe top 20, top 15, to probably top 15 for me. Yeah, it's definitely one of those memorable ones that when you see, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. And yeah. I would see parts here and there when it would play on TV, but I hadn't like fully rewatched the whole thing again. So yeah. it was really nice to do that. It was a good time. And it's a good, you know, precursor pumping me up for, for summer movies. We we got to get through these wedding ones. Mm. I don't want to say get through. You did. You did say it. Well, you, you know, Hopeless it. Romantic over here. It's a little weird. I don't particularly love the the wedding ones. Um, I don't either. As a technical person. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm going to stay hopeful and uh, looking forward to them. <laughs> the hopeful, for- hopeless romantic. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we're excited for, for those to come out. Um, and we also want to just remind you guys, um, if you hadn't seen us posted on our socials, that we did open up a Patreon mm-hmm. for you guys. Um, for anyone that would love to support, whether it's for one month or, you know, for however long, 
we are doing bonus content where I'm talking about some mysteries. Ham's going to be doing some DP deep dives. Yes. Everyone loves his his technical <laughs> technical talks. So and we stickers have, because who doesn't love stickers? Yep, we've got fun stickers and just you know fun penny content. Um, there's true. a lot of fun stuff on there. You can join the Facebook group and chat about all of these movies that we love. So so yeah, please check it out if you haven't. We really appreciate it. Make sure to give us a rating and review as well over on the the podcast platforms. And as always, we appreciate your support. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Y'all are great. Thanks.